Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. 35-year-old New Jersey resident Michael Gianos tried to join the Proud Boys in the days leading up to the Capitol attack. On December 26th of 2020, he messaged Proud Boys member Zachary Rell, who's now been indicted, uh, going to prison for a long time. And he boasted about how he, quote, got into a few battles with Antifa in mid-December. And after a bit of back and forth, Giannos told Rel that he would be in D.C. with a friend on January 6th and, quote, we're there and ready for whatever you need. Then on December 28th, Giannos exchanged messages with his friend and eventual co-defendant Larry Stackhouse. They talked about their plans for D.C. and how he, quote, joined the Proud Boys. And Stackhouse wrote, quote, you want to fight so bad. Later in the conversation, Giano said that on January 6th, he anticipated, quote, plenty of booze and, quote, we're going to be going after Antifa. Giannos also claimed that he had beaten people with flags at previous Trump events and that his, quote, flag was covered in blood. Now, unlike some others who were, you know, really bragging and boasting and they really didn't do much of anything, it sounds like this wasn't just bravado from Giannos because he actually referenced a photo of the flag and he had apparently sent it to Stackhouse and Stackhouse replied, quote, damn, that's a good amount of blood. And in messages with another friend, Giannos mentioned that he hoped the election would be overturned on January 6th and, quote, I'm going to be there fighting Antifa and praying we win. In addition, Giannos messaged another friend. It was his co-defendant, also Rachel Myers. And he told her that Trump's rally on January 6th was, quote, not a place for women. Several days later, he told her that he was a member of the Proud Boys Philly chapter and that he planned to wear Proud Boys gear on January 6th. So on January 6th, Giannos illegally entered the Capitol just nine minutes after the initial breach. He and his friends traveled through various parts of the building. Um, they also went into Nancy Pelosi's office. And Giano stood by and he was watching as another member of the mob kicked a conference room door open. Then Giannos entered that room and he was recording. He recorded a video of the computer. Um, ultimately, Giannos exited the building, though. He was inside for 14 minutes. In the hours and days that followed, Giannos messaged others, and he admitted that he watched the mob steal the laptop from Pelosi's office, and he told one person, quote, shit got wild, man, took over the Capitol, and, quote, it got out of hand. Giannos also texted with Stackhouse, and he said that he had deleted all of his January 6th videos. But when Stackhouse said that he didn't regret anything and, quote, fuck the government, Giannos agreed with him. So Giannos was arrested on December 1st of 2021, and he was charged with entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or demonstrating in a capital. 
In April of 2023, Giannos pleaded guilty to entering a restricted building. So he was looking at up to one year in prison, one year of probation, and 100000 in fines. The prosecutor, though, requested only 90 days in prison, three years of probation, 60 hours of community service, and 500 in restitution. A very weak sentence, but pretty common for the nonviolent defendants. Um, I'm a bit surprised, though, because Giannos has a bit of a criminal history. According to the sentencing memo, Giannos has a conviction for violating something called a peace and good order statute. He also has a conviction for possession of a controlled substance. And what makes that one more serious is that after he was arrested for the controlled substance, Giannos was then charged with tampering with evidence and obstruction. So he tried to pull a fast one with the with the agents or with the prosecutor or whatever. Um, but those much more serious charges, unfortunately, were dropped in a plea deal. Um, now, also unfortunately, U.S. District Judge Gia Cobb presided over Giano's case. She is by far one of the weakest judges handling January 6 cases. And no, she is not a Trump appointee. She is a Biden appointee. Even Trump appointees, even Judge McFadden, even Judge Friedrich, hands down tougher sentences than she does. So once again, she issued a pathetic ruling. Giannos was sentenced to only 24 months of probation and $500 in restitution. She seriously needs to go. And, you know, it's on her head if and when these criminals throw their next violent tantrum because they don't get their way. Because that's what this was. This was a tantrum. This was an adult tantrum on January 6th, a violent adult tantrum. So if they do it again, it's because she completely punked out. She, she was far too weak in these cases, her and others. Anyway, guys, I'll let you know if I hear any more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share, please subscribe if you have not already. Please become a supporter if you can. Links are down below in the description box on YouTube and on the podcast. Every little bit helps. Truly appreciate it, guys. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.